0: Sounds Sounds good. Because I'm happy I'm
1: alone if you feel like a room. oh yes ladies and gentlemen i want to do that i want to clap hands i want to swing off the chandeliers it's been one amazing 24-hour period yes ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and patriots of all ages welcome to the post primary edition today of in black and right we are still the new definition of color commentary and as always i am still your host jerry brooks the baby-faced assassin of freedom tour guide through the alternate universe of joy joe joe biden's america holy cow i'm sorry about that folks but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun today i am actually in a pretty darn good mood today as i was last night watching some of the election results coming in from uh florida yes the florida primary was yesterday and here at in black and right central we had a great time just watching some of this it was fun i mean i'm just there just looking at some of the live streaming seeing some of the results that were coming in early uh florida unlike new york uh we're a bit more efficient than that we were getting things done and after i did the show yesterday I went to vote in my county uh, my county uh, polling place and so forth so yeah and it was just a matter of okay let's see how things turned out many of the races throughout the state turned out exactly as I thought they would but there were a few uh, there were a few that didn't quite go the way I thought not many but a few but Let's take a look at some of last night's, but uh, before we get to Florida, I definitely want to spend some time, just wanted to uh, do a quick overview of what happened in Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma had a special runoff for its open Senate seat in the U.S. Senate between Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen and former Oklahoma Speaker of the House T.W. Shannon. Now, I don't believe either one of those candidates got a Trump endorsement, but it wasn't as close of a race as I thought it would have been. Um, but Mark Wayne Mullen did win the runoff, and he is the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate in Oklahoma, and more than likely will become Oklahoma's next U.S. Senator. And, and I have to all my friends in Oklahoma. Hey, great job. Uh, Mark Wayne Mullen is interesting because they also had a runoff uh, to get his congressional seat. And I believe he, his congressional seat is in Eastern Oklahoma, um, Tulsa, Broken Arrow, that area of the state. I have been to Tulsa before. It's a nice, it is a nice city, it really is. Um, But yeah, so that's all done. pretty much in oklahoma because i mean oklahoma is a very red state and yes it has a very strong conservative presence in there so uh, i'm not really concerned about oklahoma uh new york had just kind of some wild ones uh but really apparently what really made me crazy with new york state is that so many people now are getting into this mindset I, and i heard this on newsmax today which really makes me wonder what are you thinking um uh, because there was an open seat in a district that was um let's take a look here i want to make sure i get some of this right uh let's see yes okay there we go sorry just needed a little time to do that now of course This uh, particular race, uh, the uh, Molinaro-Ryan race, uh, in the new 19th Congressional District of New York State was one of the couple of special elections that were taking place there in, in New York State. Now, Ryan, who is the Democrat, apparently won the race by a very close margin uh, 51 to 49 against molinaro who is the republican now what's really annoying about this is because when i'm hearing that this particular race this one particular district was supposed to be some kind of a bellwether for the rest of the country and putting the red wave in doubt, I'm going, you gotta be kidding me. Really, one congressional district, a dinky congressional district, in a state like New York, which is very blue, and has a two to one Democrat Republican registration. So a a Democrat who replaced another Democrat, Uh, That was a guy named, oh, uh, 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 gosh, I can't even, uh, Delgado, I believe was his name, uh, who resigned and became the lieutenant governor of New York State, and I'm going, wait a minute. A Democrat wins a special election in a Democrat state. I'm going, this is not really... That I don't think it's really that important, uh, but yet, you know, apparently I keep hearing it's like, "Oh well, this is putting the red wave in doubt." I said, "I don't think so." So long as Joe Biden and the Democrats continue to do really stupid stuff, ruining the country, ruining the economy, ruining our national security. I mean, holy cow, folks! This is just pathetic. Why are we now starting to put the red wave in doubt? Why? I I don't get it. (laughs) Uh, And I don't even know why a media outlet like Newsmax would even be talking that way. So that's just like, eh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not really into that. Uh, But yet still new york you know there there's some ramifications and there's still and there are still some districts that i guess are still not even been um called but there have been so yeah it's but the really funny one to me anyway because my sense of humor is a little bit eh, a little wacky when jerry nadler and carolyn maloney two very very blue very way left of center democrats are duking it out with each other because the new york state uh redistricting got all weird and it turned democrat against democrat and they're pretty much ravaging each other so yeah so that's gonna be uh That's going to be really crazy watching this, but Nadler did actually beat Carolyn Maloney for the nomination for that particular uh, congressional district, which is going to be interesting because should Jerry Nadler, the blowhard that he is, win, he's going to have a bit of a problem now because he gets to be in the minority and more than likely... Congressman Jim Jordan will be the new chair of the House Judiciary Committee. And oh man, that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun because Jim Jordan's not gonna take any of Jerry Nadler's crap anymore. Because he, you know, Nadler was, well, I mean, he still is until at least January, the chair of the committee. So now, let's gonna see what happens when the tables turn and the script gets flipped. Oh, Mada! This is gonna be crazy and I'm gonna love it because I'm sure Nadler is going to just be so angry and his face turns probably a nice shade of cooked lobster red. When he can't pull any of the crap anymore that he used to but he's going to try He and his fellow travelers are going to try on the judiciary committee when you're getting people like uh, The great lord of all science, dr. Anthony Fauci Yeah, he's getting out of there in december because he sees the writing on the wall. I've said it many times but uh, (laughs) but I love Earlier today, uh listening to Congressman Matt Gates from Florida's 1st Congressional who handily won his primary bid and he will more than likely be uh winning another term in Congress there uh in his district which is at the end of the floor, which is at the end of the Florida panhandle. So that's going to be fun because Anthony Fauci, do not retire to Florida, sir, because you will be getting an awful lot of subpoenas for an awful lot of committees, not just the Judiciary Committee, but you'll be going through the Oversight Committee and other committees. Rand Paul's going to love getting his paws on you again. Now, don't, you know, I, I, I love this. Now, if you're some company or university or whatever who wants to hire Fauci, uh, I'd think twice because the man is going to be rather busy answering for the two and a half years of absolute crap that he inflicted on the American people, not just on businesses, not just on schools and others, but the people that have died because of his bad policies of his bad decision making his highly highly sketchy uh, associations and the fact that he is also an animal abuser he might not have he might not have done those crazy experiments on those puppies on those beautiful beagles but even Pete is ticked off at him I'm like wow. This is a guy who, in two years, after a distinguished—well, somewhat distinguished—forty-plus years, and now is getting prepared to get the biggest federal retirement package that is absolutely insane—the biggest in, in in U.S. government history for a non-elected employee, because he's not elected; he's appointed. He has. And yet to go through the process, whoever his replacement is going to be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun to see who Fauci is wanting to pick as his replacement or who gets picked because they're going to go through just as bad, if not worse, a political uh, rectal exam that fauci's going to be going through even though he's out of the government officially and he will be as a private citizen uh yes he can be and more than likely will be sued in civil court by all kinds of people maybe even some criminal charges depending upon if kevin mccarthy becomes speaker and he lets his committee chairs do oversight use their subpoena power investigate litigate and incarcerate as steve vannon of the war room says those are going to be the three words that are going to be the most fun but if somehow mccarthy wants to be uh paul ryan 2.0 he's gonna have a problem he's gonna have a big problem so as i've and i've said it before many times let the committee chairs do what they have to do if they don't if the democrats don't like it too stinking bad they have a lot to answer for and there's a lot of pissed off americans who want the answers and they're willing to give the republicans a try if you screw it up don't be surprised when 2024 comes and you're going to be begging for donald trump's endorsement don't be surprised if he doesn't give it to you unless you actually do what you're supposed to do and what you promised your constituents in your respective districts period just make sure you do what you said you do because when Trump does announce and he will and they are going to do all sorts of shenanigans at the FBI and DOJ and the White House because i've got stories on that continued stories and great stories from justthenews.com and i will get into that a bit of later but one thing i love i, I loved about what happened in florida oh man i had to love this it wasn't just you know of course charlie christ is now going against desantis That could get a little ugly. You might want to hide the wife and kids. Because I just cannot see Charlie Crist in any way, shape, manner, or form uh, beating DeSantis, the most popular governor in the entire country. I don't don't see it happening, but, but one of the great things that I saw, I mean, not just uh congressional seats in districts and you know and not just what's going on with the u.s senate race between marco rubio and val demings uh but the one thing i loved and and it makes me just want to just jump up and shout are the school boards there were a ton of school board elections throughout the state of florida and oh man oh man oh man in some key districts they went they flipped from liberal to conservative i mean in major school districts i mean uh there's a story uh from by t- doing this you know these florida school di- florida flipped multiple major school boards from liberal to conservative tuesday evening Continuing a nationwide trend of parents Taking back control of public schools Yay, happy mom, Thank you, mama bears and papa bears Florida once again is leading the way And yes, there are And I got a really ugly Ugly uh, story about a Karen Who was an elitist, racist, leftist and just taking really lame pot shots uh and and it was just ugly i mean i'll get into it but uh but i loved it there were national organizations uh the 1776 project uh moms for liberty go get them ladies and, and others who helped a lot of these school board candidates throughout the state of florida and i loved it and they flipped a lot of them i mean let's let's take a look at one uh sarasota county uh the southwestern part of florida towards the uh, end of the gulf coast now the sarasota county school board flipped from a three to two leftist majority to a four to one conservative majority The candidates who won Bridget Ziegler, who I've seen on some of uh, the War Room and Steve Bannon and other programs, Robin Marinelli, and Timothy Enos won their elections to flip the board. Each of the candidates in Sarasota County was endorsed by the 1776 Project and Governor DeSantis. I'm like, A four to one conservative majority and Sarasota County is not a small county no it includes the city of Sarasota which is a pretty big city that's just that's wild to me but going down in Clay County Florida the school board now has a three to two conservative majority after three conservative candidates won their elections in Clay County, which is I believe um, nor- part of North Florida. Uh, Aaron Skipper, Michelle Hansen, and Ashley Gilhausen won their seats. They too were endorsed by the 1776 project, uh, their pack. So yeah, little by little, school board by school board, it's being taken over by parents and the left Hates it. I promise you. I mean Clay County. You want to know how bad it was in? I'll, I'll give you an example of what it, how bad it was in Clay County. Now, Christopher Rufo on uh, Twitter took the testimony of a dad who lives in the Clay County School District. A gentleman named Wendell Perez is telling the states surgeon general dr adapo about what the clay county school district secretly did to his 12 year old daughter messing basically causing a whole lot of gender dysphoria and even led to a suicide attempt so let i want i, I wanted to put this in the dad's words i mean yeah it's about it's about three little over three minutes but It is a very telling three minutes. So here we go.
2: In January of uh, 2022, I went to my daughter's elementary school to deal with a very sensitive incident. My daughter attempted suicide by hanging in one of the school bathrooms. My wife and I were told uh, by the school counselor that it happened because of an ongoing issue with her gender identity. We were in shock because Our daughter never showed any signs of questioning her biological sex. Um, We were told that they knew about the gender issue due to meetings they were having with our daughter behind our backs. We learned that during these meetings, our uh, our daughter's confusion was affirmed and validated through the use of fictitious male names and male pronouns. Our daughter uh, was living a double life without her consent or knowledge. She was affirmed and socially transitioned in school. Due to the nature of the incident, uh, our daughter was Baker active and taken away from us um, with minimal contact for over a week until she was released. Uh, on- As a family, we had to pick up the pieces uh, clean up the mess and start a period of painful healing. However, we decided, as parents, from the beginning, that we were not going to affirm the the, the dysphoria. Uh, we were not uh, going to validate a delusion, contrary to uh, the recommendation from some professionals in the field. We provided, and actually, we did provide. Uh, unconditional support uh, with proper mental health care and non-affirming therapy to our daughter. Underlying disorders like depression and anxiety were properly treated. We removed her from the school environment and placed her in homebound. We brought her back from her confusion. She is steadfast and sure of her gender, and the suicidal ideation is gone. This semester, actually, she is ready to go back to the brick and mortar school setting. In summary, our daughter was suicidal when she was being affirmed. However, when she was brought back from that state of confusion, the suicidal ideation disappeared completely. Therefore, my daughter's case disproves the current narrative that the lives of children with gender dysphoria are in jeopardy if they do not get affirmed. If you validate one delusion, then what is next?
1: Amen, Dad. Amen. That absolutely is just in freaking sane this is public schools public schools and there are still leftist dingbats who think that oh don't say gay it's the don't say gay bill in florida it's like that was a lie not just a lie but a damn lie from the beginning period and leftists are so stubborn and so brain dead and so completely sold out to a seriously goofy ideology. And yet it has real results, real results. Look, I mean, this father's pain, oh my Lord, what he and his wife had to go through causing his daughter to make an attempted suicide in the name of what? Hmm. In the name of what? Oh, we just wanted to affirm yeah affirm her so much it dang near she almost killed herself BS people that's why i love this story about what happened now it gets better it gets better um in duval county um which is the city of which is the jacksonville area uh northeast florida um yeah the duval county school board uh, also flipped conservative last night. Yay happy. Uh, Charlotte Joyce won re-election to the Duval County School Board. And April Kearney was voted in. Now, April carney I mean, I saw her just this morning. Uh, again, on uh, Steve Bannon's uh, War Room program. I mean, this is a very happy lady. You know, and april carney actually took out a leftist racist douche i'm sorry i don't like using that term at times but when i saw the video i'm about to get share the audio with i went are you freaking serious i mean it's less than a minute and a half but you want to talk about how dangerous some of these people are uh i mean this what she says i mean this is a white woman because you're not able to really see this but this is a white woman essentially a an elitist leftist racist karen type because i'll tell you this is just disgusting uh the person april carney beat this woman thank god um last name is anderson who's a mental health counselor a mental health counselor who is a racist i'm like hello that doesn't exactly help but I i want you to hear this sick woman for yourselves and you be the judge because what she says in this in less than a minute and a half shows you exactly how thoroughly messed up how some people are in the educational cartel but let's go.
0: So um, that's why I'm running Um, and the Moms for Liberty movement in Duval is not as strong as I think it is in the surrounding counties. I'll tell you a few key names because I think um, I saw somebody was kind of looking for that information. Um, Keisha King again shared and I'm going to draw link to Keisha's YouTube video where she slammed the uh, Duval County's LGBTQ policy Um, and this was before don't say gay the the bill the legislation came out so we know that these folks are absolutely um, on a phone call speed dial basis with our legislators um, to move legislation forward um, in the videos or in the images that um, Dan shared with you, my opponents, both of them, um, or in all, really in all of it, she's pretty high level with um, Local Moms for Liberties. We have Keisha King, uh, April Carney is my opponent, Tia Bess. Um, there's another one that has a, a child with special needs, um, and they often will sort of parade her out as, um, you know, a token person because everyone is doing harmful things children
1: with special needs and that's you know to push that um, agenda token okay token this karen is essentially and Keisha king Keisha king is a black woman who is beautiful she's smart she's tough you know and to essentially say oh she's a token they parade her out i said really I happen to think Keisha King is an amazing lady. I've seen her on many interviews. She lives in Jacksonville and she's a mom. I mean, she was there at uh, earlier this year at the um, State of the State address in Tallahassee uh, when Governor DeSantis spoke. So this is the attitude of racist elitists. Oh, you're just a token. I mean, they said the same thing about people like Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas, the most brilliant jurist of our time, bar none. He is a token in her mind. This is the type of crap that has been sitting on school boards throughout the country for decades. Now you've got parents, moms and dads, who are not just aware, they're active, and they're kicked off, and they are organized. That woman you just heard, just got her Karen elitist racist butt kicked last night by April Carney. Yay. April Carney, I'd love to come to Jacksonville. I'd love to interview you. I really would, because this is the model. Florida is the leader. Now, whether y'all like it or not, tough, too bad. You know, black conservatives, we can handle it. I mean, I've been handling it for 30 years. The the, the token, uh, the slurs like token, Uncle Tom, Aurea, heard it for decades. If you can't come up with something original, just shut up and deal with the fact that Black Americans do not get into group think. Sorry, we are not that brain dead. Now, I'd love to see this Anderson ding dong go against somebody like, oh, I don't know, Candace Owens, since you want a name drop. I can do that too. You try that trick with Candace Owens and see if you don't get absolutely shredded. Absolutely shredded. Oh, man, oh, man but yes, I am so glad. I'm glad. A- April Carney, you go girl, you just go. And she was uh, endorsed by Governor DeSantis and had support of the Moms for Liberty. Yay happy. Woohoo! Gotta love that. And what I really love. Oh, this one is just beautiful. <laughs> Miami Dade County. South Florida, baby, the biggest school district in the entire state of Florida and one of the largest school districts in the entire country. It flipped conservative last night, as well as making it the largest school district in the country with a conservative majority board. Now, the two people who won the elections, Roberto Alonso and Monica Colucci, won their elections, and both of them were endorsed by Governor DeSantis and the 1776 Project. So it can be done. It can be done. There were other uh, school districts in Florida. In Martin County of Florida, they flipped conservative. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the. (laughs) oh, my, my, my. The, The majorities. I mean it, it wasn't just those counties i mean the counties that flipped seats and got conservative majorities just in the state of florida bay county brevard county clay county duval county Flagler county hernando county hillsborough county martin county miami-dade county okaloosa which i believe is in the panhandle Polk County, Putnam County, and Sarasota County. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 of 67 county school boards in the state of Florida flipped last night. They And that does not include the ones that already have conservative majorities, which I believe the county I live in, which is Suwannee County, has a as a rather conservative school board so yeah so this is this is a warning shot to the rest of the country to the teachers unions to the education cartel we the parents rights movement has not gone away it will not go away we are here to stay and we're going to take over even more school boards more than we already have now i sincerely hope the 1776 project folks and the moms for america moms for liberty all the parents rights groups keep in mind and stay stay vigilant because these people are well funded they are mean as anything they will do whatever they have to to maintain their power to push forward their agenda and they do not care who they hurt on their way to getting there. They just don't. So please, moms, uh, congratulations to all those great Florida school districts that went conservative, but keep your eyes open. Watch your six. Because they might have lost a battle, but these way out in left fielders who want to push this crap on your kids, they will not stop they will not stop until they get what they want and if they have to uh besmirch people's characters if they have to stick the FBI on them I said yeah you go right ahead and you just call these parents domestic terrorists that's your answer Merrick Garland we're these parents are not going to be denied they will not be silenced and now they hold key positions. They're, they're not just parents at school board meetings. These are parents who are actually elected to their school board. What are you going to do about that? So yeah, this is not just a bunch of malcontents. On the contrary. Now, New Jersey, in their really annoying elitist ad, talked about parents who are upset at school boards. It's like, well, they're extremists and we're not going to put up with it you need to take that somewhere else i said you're not going to give you're not giving kids in new jersey which is a very blue state you're not giving them a world-class education you're giving them a world-class indoctrination and any parent that would dare speak out against teachers or school boards well you're just extremists we're going to ignore you Mm Mm-hmm. yeah do so at your own peril because if you don't learn the lesson of virginia If you don't learn the lesson of last night here in Florida then you're going to be in for some really ugly revelations really ugly ones and yay to all those folks the moms and the the mama Bears and the Papa Bears all over Florida who are now school board members in all those counties yay happy whoo-hoo God bless you guys do your thing and protect the kids. Doesn't matter what the teachers' unions do. You protect the kids and you tell Randy Weingarten and all the other goofballs go pound sand, girls. Go pound sand. Because we're not into you anymore and we're going to do what we got to do. So this gives me a whole lot of hope. A whole lot of hope. Seeing what happened and for the entire country to see, so I'm very, very upbeat. Now we we're not quite done with the primary season. September the sixth is the uh, Massachusetts primary, and uh, the and September thirteenth will be the last three states with primaries and they're all in the Northeast, including Rhode Island, New Hampshire. Uh, I know there's one more, I'm sorry, it just doesn't come to my mind right away, but after September 13th, the primaries are done and now we go into full blown, uh, full blown mode right straight for the general and November the 8th. And after, I mean, I guess after Labor Day, the last weekend of the summer plus it's kind of the traditional kickoff going towards uh, going towards November 8th in the general. this is it's going to get crazier, it's going to get uglier and don't don't forget folks, we still have a whole lot more to learn about the FBI and the DOJ and the White House's attempt to essentially uh, overrule trump's president trump's executive privilege and and believe you me that one isn't anywhere close to over so with that in mind take care everybody have a great great wednesday and good rest of the week we will we will be back tomorrow uh anytime you want to uh, listen to any of our previous podcasts we are available on all platforms Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere. So if you want to listen to some of the previous shows, you can go there, sign up, subscribe, tell your friends, pass the word on. Because that's really, we're we're not huge. I mean, we're not one of the big leaguers, but we're just going to have to do this the old-fashioned grassroots way. And so please tell your friends. Also check out InBlackAndRight.net, our website, including our online store uh, we're going to be making uh, more products available uh, for you to purchase it's going to be it's going to be some good stuff plus uh also if you want to send us comments questions via email just send it to uh, inblackandright at gmail.com so thank you for listening to this extended version a special edition of the program today Take care of yourselves and remember, as always, patriots come in all colors.